All right, we are doing this in actuality. How the peace was won. A W.A. and Grandpa tale. W.A. stands for Wise Ass. He's a character who shows up on these podcasts from time to time. The story begins in the presence of any hearing ear or seeing eye. The oldest man in the room stands up and says, I suggest a motion be made that this proven means of reaching a realizable same-same state of peace and freedom amongst beings of all breeds tested as sapient and unum us augmented us. All of them be administered free at any 7180 equipped joy ride facility. This is the motion. All peace negotiations, all settling negotiations on earth must now be preceded by a ranked pairing of the parties. W.A. suggested, what if we use life partners so we so we have a four wide and we agree, yeah, pairs of plus ones, two by two, most worthy of admiration and respect and trust, ranked order. Let the first rank step into the car. Wait for the message. All caps, your body is locked in. You cannot die on this ride. Each rank takes its place, reads and and agreed term of unbelief release. Combine conquest seers hauling all questions. Mistook for quests happens, but that ranked the riders, eh? The warring brothers, us, the Unum of four, are in car one. Aha! The roller coaster Pokemon. As Grandpa suggested in the entrancement lesson, did you hear that story, G? This this is no linked, but generally breadcrumb weak link back. But later, this is the chunk, 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 cogged rotation of gears and gears meshing, chunk, 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 to the peak. The initial wave on the Fibonacci slope with the 180 twist times seven. <laughs> we endure. Huh? It is. It's not we riding, huh? I forgot. Virtual reality, by God, I'd say pretty good too. And we, no, they are upside down, which was the intention. The whole party of peace negotiators realize the terms of agreement and the benefit of proper ranking. Discounting barf in a Coriolis sort of swirl that shall hap. Watch. Before the pen and ink and all our augmented eyes ever seeing witness, they sign War is stupid and too costly at this phase to waste any more unexamined lives on because we can. We agree. We the people, 
peacemakers are and peacekeepers be. We, the controllers of every mob on earth, we bodies of words in minds. War now is as useless as smallpox and polio in bubbles of babies, where peacekeeping is set to kick in after the terrible twos epigenetically, but set with the polio vaccine, prenatal hapt in the moms with the Morio plumbing level. Was that, that clear? We made adjustments to version two with the Mario game. We are getting better results. At five, they are inquisitive and comprehend portals. Oh, they comprehend that portals need means of access which must be learned while finding messages <laughs> with synchronous meaning. Now then, that means something real, real, but we don't know what yet, Grandpa. Don't. Meaning is imagined in the games, my seven grandchildren were all born able to play after 3G. These fresh augmented us mentally more than we could think or ask. They find meaning far faster than we found it in Dick and Jane and the Little Red Hen. <laughs> the future is bright. It's not a big bang, not even a pop, a sigh of satisfaction. Believe it or die eventually, wishing you had examined life more close up earlier. Fret not. Later is as real as you can realize. Watch and see. And that's posted over at Hello Poetry slash Ken dash Pepiton. I was so inspired by Dan Carlin and Joe Rogan yesterday that I came all the way from the point of despair that there was not any way I could make sense enough to be worth the attention that you would pay to me to hear what I have to say. But I'm going to go now for as many days as I can keep this wave, you know, the, if it's a bipolar thing, it's, this is the high side. So, um, let me know what you think wherever you find means to comment to me. I'm, not really keeping track of who's reading what, but I realized through Dan Carlin asking himself the question was, how many is enough? How many people would it take to hear what you believe is your message, the good that you can do in the world, the, 
the little tweak that you can put on the lens to maybe let people see something that is very confusing and bring them to understand that the fusing part of confusing is what makes life go toward this realm of comprehension where we all truly understand that we are self-evidently worth as much as anybody who ever breathed the air on this planet. But it takes a whole different way of seeing things. You know, the materialistic hierarchy doesn't ever intend to be unchangeable. If that means what I hoped it meant. Anyway, to make a confession early on, I have uh, in the past two years gone through, actually it'll be three years in July, I've gone through a process that began with a suggestion that I pray and ask God to show me all the lies that I believed about him. And I did that. And uh, sad to say, I just learned that the husband of that woman who suggested that I pray it was, was hit by a vehicle in Guatai, California, like feet away from his home on his bicycle. He doesn't remember who hit him or anything, but he's, you know, in pretty bad shape, 10 broken ribs and some other stuff. Those kinds of things happen in real life. And they vibrate around and they disturb the peace where they happen in the little community where they happen. But reality can be visualized fractally. The Mandelbrot set. If you don't know what it is, look it up. Don't ask me to define terms for you. You've got the internet or you wouldn't be able to listen to this. But when you look at the Mandelbrot set as represented two-dimensionally, um, there are those who see it like a Rorschach heart-shaped thing. And there's some people who have made a, a Buddha-appearing thing out of it. And, you know, there's a, we can do the same things with clouds. There's a word for paradelia or something like that. The point I'm trying to make is that there are so many more ways to see the world that we live in than we generally acknowledge having available to us. It's like we have tools that exist now. I'm 71 years old this year. 
I have things that I imagined when I was riding in the back seat of my parents, you know, 49 Plymouth or whatever it was, imagining having a television that could be back there with me in the back seat of that car as we drove on uh, Route 66 as far as it went and then bent down to Plaquemine, Louisiana. At the time of year when water was up to the edge of the road from Houston all the way to New Orleans. This is a memory of a child imagining a world that where I would be safe. Going along is water all around me, these little two-lane roads. I don't remember any cars coming back and forth. I remember a couple of places where we had to detour and and we ended up on a dirt road driving through the Navajo reservation and there was a a squaw my mom called her she pointed out she said see that squaw she's baking bread in an oven that her grandmother made for her little round dome of adobe oven that this woman was baking bread in and no electricity no wires or anything out here a little further down the road there was a a boy about my sister's age, I think she was around eight about this time. And this boy was guiding a herd of sheep across this little dirt road. And we stopped and watched the sheep go across the road. And I realized at 71 that those kinds of experiences are probably not available in America these days. And maybe telling people the stories that can arise from a life lived breathing the dust that incidents like those sheep crossing the road or just being caught in a dust devil in the middle of Golden Valley or in the middle of the San Joaquin Valley or being caught in a cloudburst of one single cloud flying across the San Joaquin Valley to where you are standing planting almond trees at the edge of the Kern River. And you watch this cloud coming and you can see it's raining all the way and it comes and it stands right over you and rains on you. And the temperature goes from about 103 down to 83, just immediately. And these are the things that you don't get on a visit to the edge of the Kern River. You kind of have to live and plant about a thousand almond trees a day for two weeks on the edge of the Kern River. To get the feeling that I'm hoping I can be able to express and make these times when you listen to me and I provoke you to think about the, ama the wonderful, odd, 
strange coincidence that you and I are alive on the planet at the same time and that you can hear me speaking. Here we are, two of around eight billion, and this technology can reach you specifically, and you can apply any meaning you want to words that you own, that I say. You can twist them to mean anything you think they really, honest to God, mean. And you'll be accountable for it. Because my rule, <coughs> my rule, one of my rules, bunch of rules went into this. This is something that I've been uh, trying to do for a while now. And I had to come up with some kind of means of holding myself in a state of consistency so I don't just go meandering from quantum physics to John Locke to whoever this guy is that I was thinking about earlier today. Anyway, I believe the future's bright. I'm so delighted that I get to be alive and watch my grandchildren growing up in a world where it's not illegal to smoke marijuana. It's not illegal to uh, question authority. But it's completely out of the realm of reasonableness for you to ever suggest that war is a working solution for a situation where peace is that which is lacking. All right, there's more to come. <laughs>